What up, you musty-ass niggas? It's your boy. Thank you, brother. We back with a new podcast. It's the first episode of Welcome to Boot Camp. And I got none other than French Produce It. French, let him know what's good. You know, I don't really need much of an introduction. Niggas know who I am, what I do. Um, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. Um, could you could you enlighten me a little bit? Because I, I don't know who the fuck you are. Well, keep my mother it, told me that you shouldn't do podcasts for strangers. That's a big, big fight. Um, no, nah, we back. You know what I'm saying? We here. It's been a while since we done did one of these podcasts, but we finally here. This is going to be, we just talking about everything, sports, music, politics, all that. We talking about any and everything. No filters, no fucks given. All right. First thing we going to dive into, though, both of us being Celtics fans, we got to talk about the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, the Celtics have been playing, playing real, real fucking good. Um... This morning I had read that they are playing better than I thought. They are first in wins at 20 wins. I think four losses, 20 and four. Um, they're fourth in the net rating uh, with the with the Warriors being at first. So that's good company. We top four, three spots behind the Warriors. Um, now, one thing that I found out about the seeds that I am not too surprised about because this is how we've been playing for, for the past few years um, is that we're first in defensive rating. Um, with the Spurs being right behind us, we are first at 98.9, almost a 99 even. Um, that's pretty fucking good, even though we lost Avery Bradley, who was our best defender last year and years before. We're still playing really good defense just because um, that's crazy, bro. I think I think I personally thought that our defense was going to go down when we lost Avery because he, like I said, was our best defender. But when we got guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Kyrie playing better defense than I've ever seen him play, um, we got much longer players and much more physical players like uh, Yabusele and Semi and, and uh, DT. Um, we just got a lot more length and and physical players, so I feel like that's why we're playing way better defense than I think we've ever played before. I know we played great defense, especially last year. We were, yeah, were great I don't defenders. Think our defense has been a problem. It's just nah. We've always really needed rebounds and a score. And speaking of rebounds, um, last year we struggled with rebounds. Like we gave up. I think we were in the bottom of the league, like somewhere in the, close to the bottom of the league in terms of uh, giving up uh, second chance points and offensive rebounds. But this year we're ninth in rebound percentage with fifty one percent, and sixth in defensive rebounding at seventy nine, almost eighty um, percent. So that's real good that we we made great adjustments, even though we're fourteenth in the league in offense. But that. It makes up for when we we play great defense. That leads to easy transitions and stuff like that. So um, I'm not too concerned about our offense being 14th in the league out of 13 or 30 teams. Um, of course, we can play a whole lot better on offense, seeing that we have one of the best scorers in the league playing point. Um, but still, still trying to learn how to you know play together. It's only like the we're only th- what got through the first fourth of the season, so it's more time to to get shit right. Um, and we playing good. We play tonight. We play today is Monday. Uh, we play the Bucks tonight. The third time we play them, gonna be completely different from the first time. First two times we played them, we lost the first meeting. I think we played at home. We beat them in Milwaukee, and now we're playing them again tonight in Boston. But it's gonna be completely different. They have Eric Bledsoe. Um, I call him the mini LeBron. I call him point guard LeBron, just because as a physical, that's a physical guard. Um, he can score the ball. He can defend. Much respect for um, Eric Bledsoe. I know he's going to cause some trouble for Kyrie on both sides. Um, but I, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what time we play. It's going to be interesting to see how we play tonight. And one thing that you wanted me to bring up is the $8.9 million that we do have to spend from Gordon Hayward's injury. Uh, now, I personally think that we should sign Jaleel Okafor. I've been anti-Okafor because he can't play D. But he's a physical center. He has great post work or great. He has a great ability to score in the post. And that, I think, is going to cause a lot of trouble for a lot of opposing players. Um, so I feel like we can definitely we can definitely scoop Okafor or another big man. We don't need anything else but another big. Honestly, we don't need any wings. We don't need any guards. We need another big man. Because all we have is really Aaron Baines and Al Horford. And we, put, we play small ball if it's not them two. We got like Marcus uh, Morris. We got like um, Yabusele, Daniel Tice. Really not 
uh, true centers. I think we need a, a true center, uh, bigger bodies down there. But I don't work for Boston, so that's really up to them. Um, what you, what you? Well, think I work for Boston, and um, I'll tell you this: we need more physicality. What the hell is that? That's facts. That is big facts. Um, yeah, we really just need size, bro. Like, that was a problem last year. We were uh, an undersized team, but I think we gotten a little bit more physical with the pickups that we've gotten. But I think we still were lacking at the five in terms of size. Like, Al Horford doesn't get as much credit as he should. Um, Looking like the best big in the East. But, I mean... Once he's on the bench, Aaron Baines is really just a a, a protector around the rim. He's got a little mid range uh, jump shot. That's that's unappreciated. Uh, unappreciated. And Morris really Morris, yeah, Marcus Morris is uh, really really clutch for us, especially in second half on the bench. That man is putting up. I want to say at least thirteen points a game. Thirteen to fifteen. I'm not too sure. I didn't check. Uh, I wish I would have checked before this, but it's whatever. Um, one thing I want to mention is that Jason Tatum is number one in three-point percentage in the entire league. Jason Tatum, the rookie, is number one in three-point percentage. That is great. Duke, Duke breeds excellence. Duke breeds excellence. Fuck niggas. All right. So are we? Is Duke still undefeated? I think they are. I think they just won their last. I think what they're ten and zero, if I'm not mistaken. Got to check. Um, shout out to Brendan. You know what That's I'm saying? The Duke that I know. He's uh, me and him have been talking about Duke back and forth a little bit on Twitter and texting and whatnot. I know he's uh, proud of how they playing. Shout out to be nasty. Um, but so you want to talk about dedication six? Was good with dedication six? Yeah, dedication six. Many thought it was coming out on Thanksgiving. If I heard that rumor, I wouldn't have believed that shit. But it's been rumored to drop before this year ends, and it's. We're in the last month, so if this shit doesn't happen in the next 27 days, it's what we've been expecting because we ain't getting shit from the way. But I'm really looking forward to Dedication 6. I already know the beasts are going to be fiery as hell. It's like he picks the best shits to get off of everybody. I know for a fact he's probably going to be on... I want to say he's probably going to be on another Playboy Cardi beat. Okay. I know he's going to be on some new wave shit. I just know he is. Man, me personally, bro, um, when I heard about the dedication shit, uh, six shit, I think I heard from uh, from Everyday Struggle. Um, I'm not really too excited for dedication six. And if anything, project-wise, I want from Lil Wayne is the Carter Five. Like... He's been giving us everything but the Carter Five, and I know there's some legal troubles that he's going through with, with Birdman, you know what I'm saying? But I want the Carter Five. I don't want Dedication Six, Sorry for the Wait Three, um, um, uh, No Ceilings Two, whatever. I don't want none of that. I want the Carter Five, and really, that's it from Wayne. I don't want nothing else. That's just my me personally. I think Little Wayne in 2017 should be more so. Um, feature heavy and trying to help build the the younger talent instead of like giving us more dedications and all these other mixtapes like it's like it's like the yeah, same thing over and over and over and over features and over. this year definitely from uh Solange's album he had a great feature on Solange's album I, don't, I think I might have heard it um I think I might have heard that it's just been a while since I listened to a seat at the table um but uh you got anything else on dedication six before we uh Scoot along. Uh, I want to talk about some of his features. Like he oh, just had a feature on Kodak Black's Project Baby Two. I think like he put out some some more songs. Wayne showed up on there. Where else? He killed the Magnolia freestyle that he did. Better to play more parties version, if you ask me. I think I might have heard that too. See, I don't be keeping up with like a whole lot of the the newer shit. Like, I catch on late, so I'll probably hear it in a few months, if anything. I definitely want to get a list on everything that Wayne has done this year. Fuck it, maybe we should do a little Wayne episode of Boot Camp. 
No, he definitely he deserves the episode. And I'm gonna research my hardest before that one. Um so we 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 moving on to the next one. We still got something left for dedication sick. No, what's what's next for you? So what I want to bring up, I think some might know about it, some might not, most might not. Uh, that Drake has there's been a lot of snippets from Drake dropping left and right. Um, one snippet that I think I fought with the most, and probably people that have heard it as well fought with the most, is this song that he's got called "God's Plan." Uh, I'm gonna play it in a few seconds. For those that haven't heard it, and for my own pleasure, because I fuck with it hard. Um, but it's it's a it's a really good record. I really hope he drops it because it's been a it's been a lot of times uh, that I've heard a Drake snippet. There's been a lot of times where I've heard a Drake snippet and I didn't get the actual song. So, God's plan. Hopefully, this is on his next album, or hopefully, this is on some project that he's doing with somebody. I heard that this might be with Trippy Red. Um, don't know if that's true or not, but Trippy Red, I would like to hear what? Always, some Drake breaks. featuring Trippy Red. Yeah, what, next album. I would Take like to hear some too. Drake and Trippy Red just because that that the melodies, the vibes that you could get from that boy, fucking crazy. But I'm about to play a snippet. The snippet from Guys Playing. It's only a minute and a few seconds. So I'm gonna play this real quick. Y'all peep this. Go on YouTube, check it out. Whatever, Google it, whatever. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. and cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you love it on me. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wish on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They don't tell the story, shit is different for me. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I move. I feel good sometimes I don't. Yeah, that guy's plan sounds crazy. Um, I'm trying my hardest to make a beat like that. Um, just because that beat, I can't wait to hear that in MP3 quality. Fuck, I, I when when Cam when I heard the KMT snippet a while back before More Life came out, um, I kept playing that shit over and over just because that beat was crazy. I I know he stole, uh, pretty much. All of like XXX flow and vibe and all that, but he did it his own way and I fuck with it. So I can't wait to hear this guy's plan and whatever else he's got. I actually got a notification last night uh, that another snippet came. I haven't heard it yet. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask you to play that. I don't. I don't know. It's called uh, Drake in Trouble. Bring it back. I don't have it ready to play, but that is the notification I got on my phone. Um, and as for that KMT. They probably should have left that as a snippet because Giggs fucked that up for me. I don't even think he should have left it as a snippet. I think he should have just got another feature. right out the window. Um, after a while, Giggs... this all by itself, really. That or, yeah, that or got another feature. But Giggs' feature kind of started growing on me, even though I still don't <laughs> fuck with it. It's just like, after a while, you just you start rapping to it. You actually just start fucking with it just because. But it's still not a great feature just because I don't... He wasn't saying shit to me. It's like, uh, it's no, like he could have he could have like did so much better with that feature, or he could have wrote Giggs's verse for him. I don't know. No disrespect to Giggs or anybody in UK rap, but Giggs ruined sonically, that song. Yeah, sonically, he should not have been on there. It just didn't sound right. I didn't care for that. Didn't care for it. Did not care for it. So, moving on from the guys playing snippet and all Drake, um, Raquel, what you got? What you what you what you bringing to the table right now? Uh, well, similar to talk Lil Wayne's dedication six, mm-hmm. Chief Keeps just dropped a tape called Dedication. Yeah, he man. does this a lot, like he did. Sorry for the wait. W e i g h t. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say that I'm not really feeling this. I'm not feeling it. I've listened to about half of it, and I can only say that like two songs so far. And one song already came out. That was Mailbox. Mailbox. Mailbox is go crazy, bro. Mailbox it, is just staying bad. Right? Yeah, uh, I'm not a big Chief Keep guy, or really post uh, Finally Rich. Not really big on Chief Keep. I listen to his hot songs like uh, Finito, Mailbox, shit like that. Not a whole. I don't listen to whole projects from him. Because I know whole projects from them are disappointments. 
I've heard a lot of his projects post Finally Rich. A lot of them have been disappointments, and there's one I'm not fucking with Chief. I'm just saying, I don't fuck with a lot of Chief Keith. I fuck with, like I said, his bigger songs. Um, as far as like tapes and projects, you can miss me with that. Um, I can, I will excuse myself in the room if you start playing one of those. And you got to say no offense. Fucking no offense. His shit's trash. Like plain and simple. Uh, but what you you got some more for for uh, Chief Keef's dedication? Because I ain't listened to it. I probably won't. I'm on my job. Nah, and that and the cover. I don't know if they was going with the cover. That cover? No, no, no. I like the cover. When I saw it on Twitter, I think XXL tweeted it, and I seen like a piece of it. Um, I fought with it just because that's different. Um, and I actually tried to look through the crossword to see what other words I could find, and I found a few other words, but. Um, I don't know if there was any correlation to the songs. Didn't really look too deep. Um, but I thought with the cover is different. I, that's one thing I do like about certain Chief Key projects. He has dope covers here and there. That's like okay, okay, it might be something dope because of the cover. When I see a cool cover on any project, I'm thinking okay, the album might be good. Or the tape might be good. Not always the case, and it at least comes to Chief Key. No disrespect to Chief Key. He gave us a lot of great hits, but. Just, I can't fuck with a lot of his shit. It's not for me. But um, next thing I want to bring to the table is um, now there's been a lot of talk about this Metro Boomin' Big Sean album. Um, me personally, I'm 50-50 on the fence about it just because Big Sean has been given some decent music, not like what I know he can do. Um, but knowing what Metro Boomin can do and seeing what Metro Boomin did with uh with Offset in um twenty one, that I'm I'm kinda like, okay, I'm feeling good about what Big Sean might do with Metro. But like I said, Big Sean's last album was okay. Uh I'm a I'm a I'm I fought with Big Sean heavy. I'm a I'm a fan of his music, but it's just like some of his songs and his projects kinda like go in one ear and out the other it's like some of his shit doesn't have that replay value like his old shit like Hall of Fame great I don't know why people say Hall of Fame from him was trash I loved Hall of Fame I have the physical at home the deluxe physical um I fuck with it uh Detroit I know people always saying like he should go back to his Detroit shit but it's like you can't expect rappers to go backwards like especially a lot of mainstream they try to just progress and move forward with a different sound and some work some don't but as far as this album with Metro Boomin I'm kind of excited for it just because I know what Metro Boomin can do I know how great of an, a lyricist that Big Sean is um, and I, I think that's what it is I think it was really the production on his albums for some songs that made it lackluster but I'm, I'm looking forward to it um, like I said I'm a big Big Sean guy uh, I fought with Metro. We're going to see what's, what's rocking with it. But, Mikael, what you think about this Metro movement, Big Sean? I say that it's not that, like, the songs are bad. It's just he's not picking the right songs. Is that in beat selection? Because I know niggas make a lot of music, and then they have to pick from that to make a track list. I, I think he needs to do a better job of picking songs that he chooses to release and chooses to put into a project to make a whole piece. It just doesn't seem to fit right. It was close when he did Dark Sky Paradise because he, he, that was a really good project. That was good. That was no, good. Not only very great original way, feature. but Chopped and Screwed, that project was fired too. Yeah, like Play-Doh Games. Now you put me onto the Play-Doh Games Chopped and Screwed way back, I think, when I, when I left Pembroke, when I was a Technically, a college dropout at the time. I was fucking with that very heavy. But, uh, I'm almost a two-time dropout, but we we good. And then he put that extended verse on there. It's just like, dude, that was the good way to do an album. Yeah, I He's agree. Back in that land, and I, a good concept. I definitely he like the. I definitely like the rollout he did with Dark Sky Paradise, like the singles, um, the visuals. Everything was just so dope about that album, the cover, features. Um, he delivered as an individual. I just don't, I don't, 
personally like his last album all that much. Yeah, I did last like um, it was great aesthetically because those colors were beautiful. Yeah, he for the covers and shit, and, and just I, the pictures, just the photography was great. But music, uh, I, can't, I can't really fuck with it. Now, one thing I did fuck with around the um, I, what was I decided era. Uh, he did this song called No Interviews. I think he was talking about um, problems that he had with Kid Cudi. Um, that was a good song. That was a really good song. I just wish that the rest of his album um, sounded like that. Um, and he had the other single, I think, um, I'll Take L, I Bounce Back shit. Um, that was pretty good, too. I just wish the rest of the album was along the same lines as that those two songs. But, um, yeah, you can't, you can't knock him for trying something different. Uh, but we gonna see what this what this next album looking like, what it sounding like. I got faith in Metro Boomin. I got yeah. faith in Big Sean and Metro Boomin as a duo. So um, we gonna see. Um, so what, what you what you wanna what you wanna bring up next? What, what's, what's good? We got a lot of topics. We got like fifteen topics to pick from. That's why we. No, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put this good old spotlight on you, sir. Let's talk about that twenty six days, twenty six nights. Oh man, uh, <coughs> wow, caught me off guard. Uh. Damn, that was, uh, that was, uh, I haven't listened to it since I dropped it. That's a shame. It's my own shit. I haven't listened to it. But I heard I heard it so many damn times when I put you it out. You let like, me interview finally. you right now. I mean, what's up? What's up? What you, what you, what you want to know about my shit, bro? <laughs> what you pressing me for, bro? When did you start this project? Um, So after I dropped Alaska, which was my fourth album or third album, um, which was on September 7th. I took two weeks off to kind of regroup. And then I started the whole new process of uh, starting a new project. And that's when it started from two weeks exactly after I dropped Alaska. Um, and it so just took like a lot. A, like what, what month would that be? Um, what day was that? Because it was exactly two weeks. So the 21st of September, um, I started uh, working on what became 26 Days. It was it started off being called Deluxe and, and um, Spectrum and all these other different names. And it ended up being 26 Days, 26 Nights. But that took over a year for me to make. That's why when I dropped it, I was like, man, I don't want to hear it again. Um, because I've heard so, the song so many times, especially because I mixed a lot of this, uh, like every song just about by myself. Um, you, yeah, I was I, like, I don't want to hear it no more. Like, I listen to Superman every now and then. Uh, I listen to Recognize every now and then. But that, other than that, I have not listened to my own project since I dropped. But I'm glad it's out. I listen to Beetlejuice a lot. Yeah, Beetlejuice is a hit, man. I that whole album was just it was fun to make just because I knew that I needed to take my time, unlike what I did with Alaska and everything before. Uh, I wanted to take my time and make sure I finished it entirely. And then when I put it out. I got great feedback compared to what I got in Alaska. Like, when I dropped Alaska, people were like, oh, you could have did better on this song. You could have rapped on this song more. You, I don't know why this song had more beating and vocals. Shit like that. I took into, um, uh, like, I just thought about all of that when I was making this and made sure I didn't make the same mistake um, again. So, 26, I just, I just took my time to make sure I delivered the best possible product before, um, compared to what I've done before. So, um, yeah, anybody listening, go check out my album. Go check out the singles, Recognize, Superman, Down For Me, Pregame, and Eastside. All of that is on iTunes, Apple Music, all streaming services, Title, everything. The album is only on SoundCloud and Spinrilla. Thank you, brother, on both. Follow me on Twitter. Thank you, brother. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But uh, So, yeah. what are your plans now moving forward with this project? Uh, with 26, um, well, as far as like, I do want to try to get some visuals, uh, out by the summer. Um, but that's just something I need to sit down and figure out. Uh, but right now, as far as 26, I mean, I want to get some shows going, get some, get some, uh, promo for it. Uh, I don't want to treat this like a mixtape, just drop it. And then on to the next thing, I want to kind of push this out some more. I haven't been promoting like I should be, but I just put out a video for Superman to kind of tweet out. I'm putting this under everybody's tweets. Any any tweet that's got some clout with it, I'm putting my video with Superman up under it. I don't give a fuck. Oh, so you're a clout monster. I'm a clout chaser. Put the clout in the bag. Um, I got to do what I got to do. 
Um, you feel me? But uh, yeah, I'm just gonna try to just get it out as much as possible before I do what's next, the next project, whatever that might be. I'm not gonna uh, talk too much about what I got planned for the next year in terms of music, because you know I'm still, I'm still trying to get things together, figure things out. But uh, as far as 26 goes, still trying to put push that out a little bit more, get some more promo behind it, do some shows maybe. Maybe do a 26 days tour. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that would be definitely nice. That would be crazy. I can. Whew, that would be crazy. But. Uh, seek the bag, find the bag, get seek. the bag. Now, how did we taking care of the 26 days segment of the podcast? Uh, one thing I want to. I think the next thing I want to bring up is uh, since we talking about mine, what's up with Beautiful Evils? This is uh, Beautiful Evils is French. And his next project. So talk talk to us about what we should be expecting from Beautiful Evils. And what yeah, where Beautiful did Evils. where did the name Beautiful Evils come from? I know where it came from because you told me, but I want you to I want you to break all that down. I won't I won't release the information on where the name has came from until it's released. Unless like fans, like people who hear it. Mm-hmm. Could make the connection and tell me, then I'd agree or disagree. But other than that, I don't want to let that information out yet. That's that's something I want to build up. But the tape, I'm not sure if it's gonna be my next release because, as like I put on my Twitter, it's probably not releasing until October of next year. And I don't want to leave fans and everyone without music for that long. So I want to put something out in between then. And Beautiful Evil is going to be more of a R&B based, sonically sounding project. So I don't want to just have that as the only piece of work that I'm giving to people. So I'm definitely going to have another project that caters to a bigger audience. This is like more hip-hop vibes. I really want to get into some boom-bap. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. You trying to get into the boom-bap style of production. It's going to be dope. Um, I'm trying to feature on every song, so go ahead and write me down. Uh, You already know. Feature on every song. That sounds like the French and TYB collab tape. You said what? What? Who said what? You you leaking information, my guy? What? What? <laughs> you leaking information? That's some top secret confidential information. Yeah, Shit. Close the, close the vault. Damn it, boy. He's uh he's uh letting it all out. Um, close the vault, boy. Now, since we're talking about um beautiful evils and stuff that we're doing, start with some True Forty Two stuff. If you guys don't know, True Forty Two is the collective the that French has formed that I'm a part of amongst others. Uh Ant B, uh LA, uh, who else? Um name you you gotta name them all because I don't know the whole roster of people that, that I'm a part of. So you have to you have to name them all. Well shoot forty two is the record label that I finally like actually set my mind to because I've been thinking about this for a few years now what I would name the collective of people and the work that I want to do and finally end up being 242 so you can expect everybody from or most of the people or artists from my Made in France album to be under the label releasing music here come but right now it's really just me and thank you brother because he's released his project every every album release will grant artists their spots on the roster so you won't know who's really on the roster until they put out a project that's how I want to do it but when we actually start doing project rollouts it'll be more in tune with the label and the artist so you can make the connection and really see but you'll never really know until the release date yes i didn't i didn't mention that 26 days 26 nights was the was um my first release first on the true 42 
Um, even though I'm like 16, 15, 16, 17 projects in, that was my first release on the Troop 42. Everything else was under my little imprint, Summer Camp. Or Camp Island, my bad. I don't even know my own shit. But yeah, uh, mm. 26 Days was my first release on the Troop 42. And everyone after will be on the Troop 42 in Camp Island. Um, yeah, we got to we gotta get more projects from everybody else but in 242. I know you said um, Ant is doing his, um, what, which, what was it called? The Grateful Dread. Grateful Dread. Definitely be on the lookout for that. I've got... Uh, I've got a few tracks on there that I produced. Definitely some nice shit. I'm ready for this to come out. Now you said LA has a project coming out uh, from Troop 42. Uh, who else has projects coming, um, at least that you know of, other than Ant in LA? Hmm. Who also featured on 26. Guys, go check it out. I'm plugging. Everybody else is really just still in the process of creating and making tracks right now getting into the studio finding all the right beats that'll cater to their project so besides the names that you just named it's really just everybody's in the studio grinding for it right now okay 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 i'm looking forward to seeing what everybody else is putting out i don't think my next solo project will be out until the summer um, but I don't really know too much about what I'm doing next. Really trying to focus on these podcasts and kind of other other things outside of music to kind of push the envelope a little bit. Um, and just to bring more to the table in terms of what True 42 offers. Um, so just trying to figure out more ways to get our name out there. So I'm not really too focused on my next project yet. I'm, I'm working on it, but not uh, solely focused on it right now. Plus, I got finals, two finals coming up. So really... My mind is everywhere, and the album, or my next project is not really on my top priorities list. So, but um, but what the next thing I want to bring up is we talked about Metro Boom and the Big Sean's album. Now we heard about the Beyonce and Jay Z album. Me, I'm I want this. I've been wanting this because I fuck with Hove, and I know that Beyonce is going to bring some flavor to that motherfucking project. Just imagine the type of shit that they can make. Especially now, especially after we've heard Eliminated 444, and especially with the shit that's going that's going on between them, I have, I don't know. I think everybody has heard about Jay Z cheating on Beyonce. Um, I don't personally believe it. <sighs> shit happens just bro. because Jay Z's a black man, and of course we all know all black. Yeah, men are I... I don't believe it. Jay Z can personally tell me he cheated, and I will call him a liar. I will tell him straight to his face, "You're lying, bro." You are a faithful black man. Kevin Hart didn't cheat. He's a black man, a faithful black man. So I don't I don't I don't personally believe JC cheated. But Well, these niggas may not be cheating, but boy, Russell Simmons is definitely on some coon shit. I don't know what the fuck he's out here doing, out here stepping down from his goddamn businesses and whatnot because of the allegations. Yeah, it's not looking too good for you, my light skinned brother. Now, I haven't heard much about that Russell Simmons situation other than he stepped down. But I, I personally, some people are saying, like I've read um, a lot of people's comments about it on Twitter. Um, they are assuming that he did do it because he stepped down. Personally, I don't think that lets you know that he stepped down or that he did it just because he stepped down. I personally think he's not trying to get his business ventures and his any affiliation that he has with anything in trouble. So he's going to step down. Like, I personally think that's a smart business move if you did it or not. I don't know if he did it. Um, he said he didn't. The person that, of course, put him out there said he did. So it's, nobody knows was true or not. So I can't take sides. But I think it's a person. I personally think it's a good business decision to step down um, in the mid- in the middle of this kind of um, this heat that you're getting from a rape allegation or a sexual harassment allegation. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he raped her. Or, or what what the case was, but I think it's smart of him to take that step back and just get yourself out of this trouble or know. figure out what's going he's on. Little, I don't know. He's looking like I don't yeah, know. like nigga, if if had a goddamn look, it would be Russell Simmons right now. Wow. Somebody uh get this man some pockets because it doesn't sound like he has any. But 
Um, yeah, I don't know if Russell Simmons did it. I fuck with Russ. Uh, I fuck with what he's done for the hip hop world, <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't. With me saying that, I don't want to make it seem like he didn't do it or I'm taking up for him. I'm just saying I appreciate what he's done for the culture. I hope he didn't do it uh, because it. We all know that people come out and say that people rated him or something just to get a check or get some clout. So hopefully that might be the case with him. But if he did do it, then justice needs to be served. I don't condone that kind of shit. Uh, I don't care if you white, black, who you are, what you do. You, If you do some shit like that, you need to be handled. Now, speaking of rapists, motherfucking y'all president is out of pocket. I won't going to bring this, this Trump shit up um, at all. But this is something I've been following quite a bit. I don't fuck with Trump. People that know me personally, people that follow me, they know I don't fuck with Trump or any of his supporters. But now, some of y'all might know about this guy named Flynn. I don't know his full name. Uh, I do know. I did know it because I've been Flynn. watching and following this shit, but I can't remember off the top like of my head. Fuck boy shit. But this man Flynn has uh, he's pled guilty to lying to the FBI about his or. Uh, deals and shit that he's made with Russia and stuff like that. Now, stuff that I've read about that, uh, not only will Flint or Flynn most likely do some jail time, it might be a minimum uh, depending on how the government works with uh, the court. Uh, and I think with that being said, I think the government is going to talk to whoever, the, whoever is in charge of this situation in terms of the court. They're going to try to uh, make a deal with him in terms of how much jail time he's going to serve, and then he's going to have to figure out how much time he can ask for. Um, he need to serve at all. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think he needs to get a slap on the wrist. People getting life for uh, shit they didn't do and shit like that. But Flynn, um, not only can he go down, he can also get Pence and Trump indicted because I read that Trump had... Uh, got his top aides to make deals with Russia and shit like that and Trump actually came out and tweeted the other day that he had to fire Flynn because he lied to the FBI and by that he committed obstruction of justice because he they came out on several accounts saying that Flynn didn't lie and shit like that and then Trump came out and tweeted he had to fire him because he did lie mind you I think Trump fired him fired him in the first quarter of the year I think February to be exact um, and he knew he lied. So for them to come out and say he didn't lie, and then Trump came out a few days ago to say he did lie, so he had to fire him. He committed obstruction of justice. That should be added to the other things that they're trying to get him impeached for. I think there was like five articles that were introduced a few weeks ago by, um, uh, I think it was like six Democrats. Uh, they brought in some, um, some shit to try to get him impeached. And that should be added amongst other things. Um, amongst that, adding on to the fact that he's a um, he has a lot of sexual harassment. Um, I don't know if you could say charges, but a lot of reports say he's sexually harassed like twenty females, including Ivanka. I think was on the list. I could be wrong because it said Ivana Trump. I don't know if they meant Ivanka or whatever. Whoever uh, Trump was in that list. So you sexually harassing your own family? That's weird as fuck, G. Um, somebody get this man out of the White House. This man is not fit to be president. And I'm praying to God that this man is in jail by the summer. I know it's a long process to go through to get motherfuckers out of the White House, to get them, get them gone. But I need him gone. I need him out amongst everybody else in the world. One thing I was thinking about is that I have not heard anybody switch sides from being anti-Trump to pro-Trump. I've seen more people switch from pro-Trump to anti-Trump. So more people are against this guy than are that than there are for him. Only people that I know that are for him is Fox News. Fox News is a biased fucking platform. Um, speaking of Fox News, fuck Fox News because they are opposing that Jay Z and Kendrick get Grammys because of their because of certain lyrics. Like I can't remember her name, but she's a blonde woman. She went to. Pick like one line from Jay Z's album, and it was from the story of OJ, uh, the still nigga line, and she misinterpreted what that stands for. And somebody was up there talking about, well, he's pretty much saying no matter how much money a black man can have, or no, no how much um, f- 
fame and riches or whatever he has, he's still nigga. He's still a nigga. Um, and then she took a line from Kendrick's album, I think from Humble, and was like, this is the message you want kids to be receiving. And it's like, you pick one line from one song and you're like, oh my God, he's he's not what the kids should be listening to. Fox News is biased <laughs> towards black. I think anybody that's not Republican A to Trump and they're biased against anybody black. Like they, they don't want anybody to win if they're not a, a rich white Republican. That's all I see them favor for. So I'm I'm saying fuck Fox News, fuck Trump, fuck Pence, fuck all them fuck boys, fuck all them niggas. I hope they all go to jail. Flynn all them niggas. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I don't fuck with none of them. And that's facts. Now, off the Trump and Trump, the damn, sorry. Off the Trump and Flynn shit. I'm off them. Uh I wanna bring up this Giants news. Now, some of you might have been following what's going on with the New York Giants. Me, I am a longtime Giants fan. Have been for, I want to say, the past maybe eight, nine years. Maybe seven, eight, nine years. Um, It's been real hard for me to be a fan of them since our last Super Bowl uh, championship. I think ever since that championship, we've gone downhill every single year. Like, we... I think we made it to the playoffs a year last year, the year before, and was out first game. So it was like we didn't even need to be in the playoffs because we didn't even put up a fight. So on to what I was talking about. The Giants have finally let go of general manager Jerry Reese and head coach uh, Ben McAdoodoo. Now, Ben McAdoodoo is finally gone. I think we should have kept Coughlin, honestly. Wasn't a bad coach. I think we just needed – our defense is trash, and we needed more weapons on the offensive side. Now, with McAdoo gone, Jerry Reese gone, one thing I did hear about with uh, somebody from the front office being fired, a.k.a. Jerry Reese, um, that it wasn't just a coaching decision to bitch Eli Manning. It was more than just Ben McAdoo uh, benching him. Jerry Reese, and I'm guessing probably somebody else has something to do with that, so... I, don't, I personally don't like how they handled it. I do think we need to move on from Eli Manning just because he's not playing great. He hasn't played great in years. Uh, but I don't think the way they handled it, benching him for Geno Smith, like that was the, the answer to all our problems. I think we need to draft the QB, <coughs> Baker. <coughs> uh, we need to draft a new QB and move on from Eli. Eli, her, he requested for a trade, and I hope, He's placed on a winning team because he doesn't need to be on a winning team. He doesn't need to be on, on a rebuilding New York team. I've heard he could end up um, with the Jags. Um, I don't know about. I don't know much about these trade rumors. I don't follow much of the NFL trade rumors. I just follow the Giants. But I heard that he might end up in um, Jacksonville. I don't know who's their QB. Why they want a new QB? Don't know much about it. But. Glad that we got rid of Ben McAdoo and Jerry uh, Reese's Cup. Now, I'm happy as fuck. I know we're two and ten. We just lost to the Raiders on Sunday. We're two and ten. I'm personally happy because this is like a fresh start, even though the season isn't over. This is a fresh start for the organization. We can get a new coach, get a new GM, and possibly in the offseason get a new QB. This is what I've been saying we needed for a long time: is a new quarterback. Eli Manning is not that man anymore. I don't think Geno Smith can lead the team. We just need to get a whole new quarterback coming out of college. Get a fresh face. Get somebody fresh legs. So, personally, I'm all for this move. I'm all for getting rid of uh, some fresh legs. Get some fresh legs in that in that offense. Um, now, off the Giants, you want to uh, talk about this more rice? This more this more work with Primo Rice that you're supposed to be having. What's up with yeah, that? man. The Mac himself. I don't know who's outside of my apartment blasting their fucking horn like that. Well, come on. Come on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, bro. We, we, got, we got kids listening, bro. You want to use profanity, bro? Like, there's, uh, more, the kids. there's more words in the dictionary <laughs> to be using, bro. Let me, uh, the, kids, the kids can get in on this, too. But, uh, yeah, Primo Ice, the Mac himself, he's, he's a few projects in. 
I think mm-hmm. at least like five or six, and they're all they're all great. Mm-hmm. It's like he has he doesn't put out a bad project. I I've been on two, Girl of Pimping Two, and the side continues. Side continues. I have two steps on. That's my last track on there. I produced that. Mm-hmm. From there, we've just been working ever since. Like I sent him a great amount of beats. He just hit me up the other day, asking for some new flavor for the next tape. I don't know what the name of it is called when it's coming out, but he wanted some new beats for it. He wants it to be like side continues. So expect some of that shit. I never even know what the fuck happens until the shit comes out. He said he's got like two songs with like these other beats that I sent him. I don't even know a BC pick. Sent okay. him like 14 or some shit like that. Damn. But, I can't get 14 beats. What's wrong with you? Nigga, you have plenty of beats. This, yeah. I ask this man every day, can I get some beats? He just, this man cusses me out. He calls me names. And I, I get bullied by this man every day. I, I get bullied by this man every day. Displaying fake news. It is a non real. Now you sound like your president. You claiming fake news. You sound just like your president. What is wrong with you? <laughs> fake news. That is that might be the best thing that Trump has done since he's been in the administration. He created a hashtag fake news. <laughs> this man has retweeted <laughs> fake news and always is crying about fake news. Man, fuck that nigga. The next best thing he could do is step down. But uh wait on For real. What? Fuck Trump. Back to the back to the Primo Rice shit. What's up? Primo? But Primo Rice, yeah, I, I fucks with this man so much. Like he really brings a whole different style to the game and music right now. Like you don't hear too many niggas making funky music like this, like pimp music. Teach you how to make a bitch in about three minutes. Pick any song you want. But I'm very excited for all this new work. Mm-hmm. Over everybody over there at Live Forever Recorders doing what they gotta do. Yeah, he's actually signed to us. Probably himself or whoever runs Live Forever or Live Forever. I'm not sure how they pronounce it, but yeah, he's got his own label going on over there. So uh, like our situation. Yeah, I might have to, might have to listen to some of this shit. I said in the, I think the Dude, first or second podcast we did that I was gonna focus on his music. I said what happened, but I need to because he's a he's a well he's from Durham, right? No, 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 no. Oh, I was about to say he's a Durham native, so I gotta I gotta check him out. Um, just haven't taken the time out to, but even still, gotta take out, yeah. gotta take the time to check his shit out. The area shit. Now, uh, so I wanna uh, you want to talk about uh, Nimbus? Yeah, man, I love, I love that track. And if, if you like me, wake up in the morning and usually smoke a joint. That song is for you. Now, who, what is, what is Nimbus? Like, who is this by? I need to know. What's up with Nimbus? Nimbus what is this? It's by me and uh, artists that I work with closely a lot. Rico Suave. He was definitely on Made in France. He had a track called Zelda on there. He was featured on. The track made in France, the last song on that. Uh, he was also featured on a thousand bands and a little me, him, and Busy Beladen. That track also just hit like a good 12 piece with like 1200 something plays on SoundCloud. So that's starting to get up there organically. I'm fucking with it. Uh, but Nimbus, I did the hook. It's crazy because I had a whole different hook before I made this one. Uh, I put it down and that shit sounded garbage as hell. Not <laughs> it at all. So I stripped that off of there, went back in and I did what is now on the track, which opens up the track. And then it just goes straight into Reek's verse. Right, right. Flow is very nice to me. The beat is mesmerizing. Like if this song just comes on your shelf with this probably gonna be hard to next it like I find that to be a problem for me every day but I love the song I did the beat actually I made the beat you just keep taking credit for it but we're not gonna talk about that I do most of the beats come on now 
Like I made, I made, I produced this man whole project, and he said he produced it. Like, what's wrong with this guy? I would never rap on anybody else's beat a day in my life. <laughs> That's crazy. So if I sent you a beat right now, you wouldn't get on. No, I have to have some type of hand in it. I won't so, do it. So if I would have asked you to get on Superman, you wouldn't have got on. Not unless you gonna let me change the beat. That's crazy. That was a hit. That was a smash. Yeah, just let me smash it up a little bit. Pause. Y'all hear this, man? Like, this is what I go through every day. This, what's wrong with this man? Like, what is going on with this guy? Like, hey, catch this guy on Xbox on any given day, and you'll think very differently about him. Bro, I have a PS2. I don't have an Xbox. What's going on? Not even a PS4, huh? Two generations I'm, back. What I'm, are you really doing? What are you really playing? Nigga, I'm broke. Now. Now. You wanted to do this take the stage segment where we play a track from any artists and highlight um, <clears throat> this is any song. So we're going to play uh, Trick Me from Saha the Prince on his new album, No Dope on Sundays. It's featuring Titty Boy 2 Chains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh. niggas are This beat is too hard. 2 Chains, roll the fuck out of this beat. Just drop that shit. This is Trick Me. Niggas trick me off the street. Boy, you might be a cop. You can't cop shit up off of me. Huh. Can't let you niggas trick me off the streets. Okay. I make 750 off a peep. On the phone with Mr. Crowd, so I'm busy talking cheese. I don't fuck with white, I'm eating strictly off the weed. Cause I know them folks trying to strip me off the streets. So I tighten up, had to switch my license, bruh. And I know the drought coming, so I switch my prices up. I don't waste time, so I live my brightling up. Why you niggas mad? Sammy Sosa lighting up. And that skinny bitch you with, I can tell she trying to cut. If I put a baby in a bed, them hips will widen up. You lame ass niggas can't get no 3.5 from us. 3.14, cause you niggas pies fuck. Ay. So, played a little simp and I fuck with it. I, that was my first time hearing it. But damn, Saha snapped. Didn't hear the 2 chains part, but... I might have to go through that no dope on Sundays a little bit. Uh, yeah, fucking with that. Damn. I see. This is what I'm saying. I always new albums drop. Like so many albums just dropped in the past few weeks, and I have not heard a single one of them. Sahas have not heard it. That was my first little bit of it, and I need to do better. I need to go check this out. I see he's got Push the T. He's got Schoolboy. Schoolboy, where you at? We need a new album from you, sir. Uh, Kanye. That that side joint, all oh, the haters saying on that side, that side, that's my shit. Shout out to Yay, that's that's a goat right there. Um, BJ the Chicago kid, uh, he's got Travis. Travis has been on his shit this year with features. DJ Khaled album, um, he had like quite a few features. He was on the Without Warnings tape. He's been everywhere. So Travis, Travis on his shit. I need to go fuck with this album. It's got 15 songs, not too long of an album. Now that Trick Me joint. I'm sure 2 Chainz snapped on it. Oh, also, he's got a stale on the murder joint. Don't know much about you, Estelle, but I'm sure the song is great. Um, yeah, I got to fuck with it. I got to fuck with this No Dope on Sundays. That's good, because you got to praise the most high before you get the most high. Um, yeah, I got to fuck with it. I got to fuck with it. It sounds wow. dope. What, did I say something wrong? No, you can go ahead. You know, gotta, you got to praise you gotta praise the big man upstairs. I got to talk to you about my Lord and Savior. Um, oh God, the big man upstairs. Now we gonna we gonna we we're winding this up. We gonna we got a few topics that we I want to bring up real quick. Now back to some sports related stuff. We are gonna go back into some NBA stuff. Uh, now OKC, I was I was big on OKC when they made those moves in the offseason. I was kind of jealous because I wanted Paul George. Um, but they're not playing is great. I know it's early in the season, and what you really should be looking for is, like, the second half, which is after the All-Star break. That's what you really should be looking at, team. Okay, are they going to fare off the rest of the season? Are they going to make the playoffs? Are, how are they going to play in the playoffs? Uh, we'll see what they most likely end up with, who are they going to go against, shit like that. You start trying to put pieces together after the All-Star break. But, okay, see. Not playing as great as they could be, and I understand why, because you got three guys who all last year were leading their teams. They were taking the most shots. They were, they had the ball in their hands the most. Westbrook, of course, averaged a triple-double 
He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. He's responsible for a lot of points. Paul George, he was the best player on his team in Indiana last year. Of course, he's going to have the ball in his hand a lot, especially when I watched the playoffs when he played against Cleveland last year. He took a lot of shots. I mean, he made a lot of shots. He put up a lot of points. Melo, same thing for him, even though he shared the ball with Porzingis and Derrick Rose. Going to talk about Derrick Rose a little bit, but Melo, like I said, he came from a team where he took the uh, most shots out of the big three that was him, Porzingis, and D. Rose. That triangle offense that they tried to run, that was a disaster. I see why they're struggling because all of them are trying to like kind of like look out for each other i take this shot you take the next one you take the next one and it's like the offense gets a little stagnant it gets a little it kind of it it gets a little slow now i was watching i can't i think it was uh i think it was a show on espn um the one that paul pierce is on i can't remember uh and t-mac and all of them all them boys they're a great first half team they come out, they play great. They're even good in defense. I think they're fifth in – no, they're not fifth in defense. I think that's Houston. But they're a great defensive team. Um, not saying a lot with Melo, who doesn't play defense. I look at defense. Um, they play great in their first half, but when they come out in the second half, they just – they they blow it. And I don't know what it is. I know that Melo's defense plays a role in a lot of their problems because Melo doesn't play defense. He's not just all of a sudden wanting to play defense when he comes to OKC. Like, I personally think that this big three is not going to be together. I've said this quite a few times on on Twitter. They're not going to be together next season. And somebody on uh, the Colin Howard or whatever his name is on his show on uh, Fox Sports. Um, Somebody said Melo is the best recruiter for Los Angeles, being the Lakers, because with him being so, I think he's hard to play with personally because of his lack, uh, his lack of ability to play defense. And from what I've seen, he he has great moments when he plays some decent defense, but then he's back the same on Melo, letting people blow by him so that Stephen Adams can help or Paul George can rotate and help or whoever Robinson can roll up to rotate and help. Uh, I personally think Melo is going to force Paul George to want to look elsewhere and elsewhere most likely being the Lakers. The Lakers are going to make a push for Paul George, LeBron, DeMarcus, all those guys. Um, And if these guys finish anywhere short, I think if they get knocked out before the second, like first or second round, Paul George is going to want to probably look to go somewhere else. I I can't say that's a guarantee that he's going out, but when Paul George is going to be gone, Melo's probably going to be want to look elsewhere. And I personally think with LeBron, CP3, Melo, and D-Wade all being in their final years of their contract this year, the four of them are going to end up on the same team next year in either Cleveland, Miami, or they all can head to New York. I personally think that's, the, that's what's going to happen. Now, people are saying LeBron's going to go to Philly. Don't think that's going to happen. I personally think LeBron's going to recruit CP3 and Melo to come join him in D-Wade in Cleveland or they're all for the banana boat is going to head to Miami. Now, D-Wade has been, he struggled at the start, but he's playing better now. And I think with the role that I think Cleveland's on an 11 game win streak, I think the way that they're playing, LeBron and D-Wade are going to probably stay in Cleveland. Now, what does that mean for people like Isaiah and Tristan Thompson, people who we're going to get some who wants some money. I think Tristan and the Cavs going to fall apart. Just, I think let's go ahead and put that in the air. I don't, I've been thinking that at the start, but I don't even think they are anymore because of one, how, like I said, how good they're playing now. And uh, LeBron's agent came out and said that LeBron's going to want to play on the winning team. What is Cleveland doing right now? They're winning. Philly's not. Um, Miami, eh, not really, not much. New York, mm, eh, not much. Lakers, mm. People, people think LeBron's going to L.A. I don't think that makes sense, bro. Like, he's not going to leave uh, to go to the West where you have to face Golden State a little bit sooner than you want. You're going to have to face San Antonio a little sooner than you want. You're going to have to face Houston. I'm Like, these are possibilities of finals matchups. You're going to have to face a little bit sooner than you want. And these are teams that you're not going to beat with Lonzo Ball, a Brandon Ingram, a Kyle Kuzma. These are great. Except for Alonzo, these are great players. 
but you're not going to beat Golden State with uh, somebody who's shooting under 30% from the field. You're not shooting, I mean, you're not beating somebody with this kind of talent. You know what I'm saying? So I think his better, he's better off forming a big four to go against that big four with Melo, with D-Wade, with CP3. I think that's what's going to happen. You can put me on record of saying this is going to happen, so when it happens, motherfuckers can come to me and be like, damn, Siege, you was right. You was right all along. But I don't know. We're going to see. I think, like I said, we're going to have to wait and see. The second half of the season is what's really going to let us know what possibly can happen in the offseason because that's going to be the towards the end of the season. We're going to figure out who's going to make the playoffs. going to figure out who's not going to make the playoffs. We're going to see. We're going to see what's going to happen. Um, I personally, like I said, I don't think LeBron's going out West don't make sense to go out West comparing, especially comparing him to Michael Jordan, who we all know he's chasing. Michael Jordan did not leave Chicago and go out West. He left Chicago, stayed East and went to Washington. Now he only played for two teams. LeBron has only played for two teams, which makes me think if yeah, LeBron if is really going somewhere to, else, he can't, I can't see this nigga leaving anywhere else and taking him seriously, bro. Yeah, if anything, LeBron's going to go to Miami. He's not going to make a third team. He's not going to go to a third team if he's really trying to be like Mike. And he said he might even shave his head ball one day to be like Mike. <laughs> Excuse me. I personally think he's going to stay in Cleveland or go to Miami. Those are, I think, the bet, the, the two things. He's going to go back to Miami and he's going to stay in Cleveland. That's what I think. I don't know. First of all, ball LeBron, like I don't want a ball LeBron. They I mean, can keep that shit alone. I mean, see, with with the way that nigga head is, and I feel for him because uh, a young man is standing up top, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, I personally think he might really go bald. Don't know. I don't know. Um, Yo, I cannot see this nigga bald. I, I just, I he's I just going to look know. like one of those black Simpsons characters. That's what I could picture right now if he was to go bald. Um, Patrick, thighs real quick. Do you have any pockets by any chance over there? Because I don't, I don't think you do. Pockets? Now these pants didn't come with them. But I do want to bring up that Meat Mill has been denied bail. It's saying that the judge who is in charge of his case is saying that he's a danger to the community. I think that's biased. I've heard about this judge. These yeah, judges don't follow this hasn't been confirmed, but they're saying that the FBI is definitely investigating the judge and how the judge has been going about Meek Mill's case and yeah. the biases and whatnot. Yeah, when so, I heard that the judge made wanted him to sing some song from some group, some if he didn't do it, he was going to get time. Like, if that's true, that should have been enough to be like, okay, we need to figure out what's going on, but... Since he's got denied bail and he's a, a quote unquote danger to the community. What? That's so biased. Like you have no evidence. Opposed to his community right now. That's yeah, exactly. It sounds very opinionated because he has not done anything to be a danger to the community. This man just rides dirt bikes and shit through the streets. That's not really a danger because he's not shooting and killing people. That would be a danger. He's not promoting drug use. That would be a danger. He's really just promoting really a bike life and get money. I'm really reading that it says let me read this. Hey, go ahead and let us know what's up. Let us know what's good. From his original arrest, conviction and sentence on drug and gun charges in 2009 to his August 2017 arrest for endangering the citizens of New York City, defendant has demonstrated that he continues to pose a great risk to the safety of others in Philadelphia and throughout the country. Moreover, it should be noted that while the defendant used a dirt bike to facilitate his drug selling business in 2007, he was still using a dirt bike in August 2017 when he violated the laws of New York City and violated the safety of the citizens. First so, of all, so me- no fucking citizen was unsafe. He's on a dirt bike. When they really tried to connect him selling drugs 10 years ago on a fucking dirt bike, yeah, that's and what I was about to say. A video now. I'm about to say you want to just because he was selling drugs in 07, he had to have he he happened to have a, a motorbike. And you're trying to say since he has one in 2017, he violated his probation. He's back on the same shit 10, 10 years ago. The the correlation they're trying, I think they're trying so hard to make it out, make him out to be some somebody that he's really not. 
as this this drug dealer, this this gang, no, like, all this other shit. He's selling drugs out in the open now. And Meek Mill. And he's on probation. Like if if they hurt themselves, what? they would understand how it doesn't make sense. Now, uh, that doesn't make much sense. But <laughs> I think personally that eventually Meek is going to be out. Uh, hopefully by. Hopefully before next year is over. I, I don't think he's going to be in jail all of next year. Um, I want to say hopefully by the summer too, but you never know how long this shit will take. So hopefully before next year is over, he'll be back out putting out some new heat. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. I think Meek has definitely bounced back since the Drake feud. And he's just like, he's rebuilt himself to be this uh, better, not only a better artist, He's always been a good artist, but when that Drake feud was happening, he was just looking a little weak. But, weak meal. But, uh, I think he's just, since that shit, he's just rebuilt his, his image as being uh, not a danger to the community, but more of a role model to the community. Like, he might be violating his probation, but he's not shooting and killing. He's not dealing drugs that, as far as I know, I don't think, I don't think he's a danger, personally. That's just me, though. But we're going to wrap it up. That's it for this podcast episode, the first episode of Welcome to Boot Camp, Boot Camp, whatever you want to call it. We're going to figure that out. But this is the first episode of Boot Camp. We got plenty more to come. Uh, Stay around for more. Stay tuned, you musty-ass niggas. We got plenty more. We got music. We got podcasts. We got visuals. We got it all coming. This is Troop 42. This is TYB in French, and we signing out. You fuck niggas.